0: I want to welcome you to this episode, episode number 22 of Live Transformed. So glad that you've taken time to invest in your life. I believe. Audrey, we've uh, been chatting with Jim just a little bit. Last week, an awesome episode. But this week, we're just going to take it at whole next level. We, you know, Take it another level, meaning motivation for transformation.
1: We're talking about the components of transformation, and last week talking about that essential belief that our perceived idea of what pain and pleasure is is going to motivate us, either away from something, away from something painful or towards Toward. something that is true pleasure. The groundwork last week was awesome, but this week, I believe mm-hmm. we're going to take it to the next level. Welcome Jim, to our podcast, our our listeners Thank love you. you. I love yeah. being here. Our listeners love you because you are awesome in yeah. the ways of God.
2: <laughs> Dang that's making me feel all spiritual
0: and everything. <laughs> uh, Jim, uh, the, the, it, even the term transformation, and for some people, as they began to look last week, you know, Go, tapping down deep into the truth of their identity discovering you know uh, the true who they are but to, to be able to live from a place of high value uh, in in discovering their truth of dignity and worth and we began to look at the perception then that we have of pain and pleasure but that being a dir- in direct correlation with, my own value, my own yeah. worth, and so when we talk about transformation, uh, what the the motivation of it? Why would we even yeah. want, you know, to take the effort? Uh, yesterday, you know, we you concluded last week, and I really enc- encourage people to go back. You gave us just a really wonderful formula, you know, of, of application. Of what we talked about, of discovering the true source of pain and the true source of pleasure, and you know what is the reason you know behind the behavior that yep. we have, and so I, I think this this week is going to be very very helpful in yep. in helping people to find that motivation for transformation. You know that that pain and pleasure exercise
2: that we did, it was probably one of the earliest exercises I developed for put off put on. Because I, because I knew if people, if people would ever connect to the true source of pain and the true potential for pleasure, that it would be be really easy to you know to to, to take that step. You know, you know the only the only things that we struggle with in life, and, and the only temptations that we have, are are the the our desire to find pleasure and trying to find it in a way that is that is in, inconsistent or incoherent or incongruent with God's word. And the problem the problem isn't that God says, okay if you don't do it my way then you're in trouble. The problem is we were created a certain way. we function a certain way and when we try to find pleasure, Independent of how God created us, it always ends up defiling us. It always ends up destroying Mm. us and hurting, you know, hurting our self-worth. You know, I tell people this, and I think it's important people know this. Nothing is sin of itself. Nothing. And, you know, sin is just a perversion of pursuit. It's, it's, It's a perverted way of pursuing a desire. But you stop and think, mm. you know, our greatest struggle, our greatest struggle for most people is uh, sexual sins. I mean, that's the one that locks mm. you down the most. Well, one of the reasons sexual sins are so hard to break free from is because they bring an incredible degree of physical pleasure. And remember, everything right. you do is about about pain and pleasure. And so once you experience that mm-hmm. degree of pleasure, then giving up that pleasure It is a loss. Uh, So so people look at that and they go, well, see, see, you know, uh, uh, sex is an evil thing. Sex is a dirty... Well, no, it's really not. It's God-given. It's just like prosperity. Prosperity is an inherent God-given tendency of our nature because prosperity is just about succeeding. It's about having an abundance. It's about having more than enough, really, so you can be a blessing to other people. And so people say, "Well, oh, see, money, love, you know, love of money is the root of all evil." No, Jesus didn't say that, and that the Bible didn't say that. He said, "You know, if you put your trust or faith in money," uh, and so, so we have this. The church has had this way of making things evil of themselves. Mm-hmm. I, I got, I got to tell mm-hmm. you this. I got a, I, I got a letter from, uh, email from a woman a few days ago. And uh, she said, I saw your artwork for your paradigm series. I can't believe you're so brazen that you will post an Illuminati symbol right out there in public. You need to repent. This is everybody. And she said this. She said, everybody knows that triangles are of the devil. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: you know,
0: so my question is: Th- throw out all the math exactly, books, exactly, yes yeah. yeah. so,
2: You know, and, and my question for people like that is: Do you think the devil created anything? He didn't. He didn't create anything. There's nothing in this natural world that was created by the devil. But everything that God did create can be perverted. Wow. Right. It can be twisted. So all temptation starts really, if you want to through this starts from having a sense of lack, which all gets back down to your identity, self image, self worth having a, a feeling of lack or a feeling of emptiness, something that's not being gratified. And so that's pain. And so you're wanting to move away from that pain. And so the question is, am I going to move toward fulfilling this? in a very godly way or am I going to fulfill this in an ungodly way but it's it's the pursuit of, of, of that so so all of that to say people when people are looking at transformation they're usually thinking about the negatives of I've got to give up this thing that's bringing me pleasure right now whether that thing is pornography whether that thing is an affair whether that thing is lying and cheating whether that thing is gambling they're 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 using something to meet a need in their life to fulfill a lack mm-hmm. in their life because that's pain and you're always trying to move away from pain and so you're always trying to find something pleasurable to put in its place and So religion has made us believe that walking with God is hard and that God's going to test you and God's going to take you through trials and God's going to, you know, God's going to put you through things and he might, you know, he might kill somebody you love, you know, you know, who who knows all the crazy nonsense that people believe about God. So the problem is I'm here in sin And even though I'm struggling with guilt, even though I'm struggling with certain issues, I'm still having fun. I'm still having pleasure. And you're telling me that my solution for this is to go over here and go to this place. I'm going to give up this thing that's bringing me pleasure. I'm going to go to this place that my whole life, everybody has told me, is going to be pain.
1: It is so true. That paradigm is so real. And I hear it just in little things. Like, for instance, um, have you ever heard this one, Jim? And I'm sure you have. Wow, God must have really wanted me to get here because you would not believe the warfare that I went through <laughs> yeah. to get to this place. This must no. be the best thing that's ever going to happen to me because I went through yeah. hell to get yeah. here. I mean, I just heard that last yeah. oh, week. Oh,
2: yeah. I hear this stuff all the time.
1: Like, <laughs> Stop really? and think about it,
2: <laughs> You know, the Bible tells you not to take the name of the Lord in vain. Now, we take that and say, okay, so that means I never use the name of God in conjunction with a curse word. Well, you know, the truth is the Jews never looked at it that way. Taking the name of God or the Lord in vain is to take his name vainly, either to call yourself by his name but then ignore all that means, or to discount the value and the meaning and the revelation that we have of who He is through His name. So if a person says, okay, God is dragging me through torment so that I can go through transformation, my question is this, give me one name of God that says that's who God is and give me one incident where Jesus demonstrated that that's what God's name is. And if you can't give me that, then you're rejecting the name of the Lord.
1: But what about the enemy, Jim? If we're going to do something good for God, isn't the enemy going to make sure (laughs) that the car doesn't work and I get sick and all this other stuff happens? You know,
2: I was talking to somebody along the same lines just recently. and I remember back in the 70s, there was a guy, this guy, him and his wife split five churches in Huntsville. As a matter of fact, at one time, every charismatic church in Huntsville, except mine, was <laughs> one of the five generations of splits that they had caused. So, <laughs> so man, right. I, I mean, there was all kinds of bitterness and <laughs> anger between Brokenness. all of these churches and everything. But yeah. I'll never forget that guy one time. He was, he was going to a church. He didn't like you know, he didn't like the pastor and was he, actually he he was he was in the process of creating a coup to split that church and uh, his air conditioner went out. And so he had to have it have somebody come fix his air conditioner. And his explanation of his air conditioner was going out was, you know what? I didn't like his pastor. And I stopped paying my tithes. But, you know, I just got to realize God's going to get it one way or the other. Yeah, <laughs> and, and my que- my question was,
1: no, I've heard stuff yeah. like that. I have.
2: So I'm like, so yours? Did the did the air conditioner man take this money and go out and win people did Jesus <laughs> with it?
1: I mean, we're not laughing. Like I hope listeners, you you, I hope you're just laughing with us because honestly, no, I'm laughing at him. I just is, want you to
2: know, I'm just going to say, oh, I, I ain't oh. laughing <laughs> with nobody. I'm laughing at anybody. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Obedience. <laughs> Jesus learned obedience through suffering.
1: Which you know what? Yes,
2: and
0: that's that's yeah. a big one. You know that that people will throw well, out. Because so then, it is when I'm suffering,
1: I'm joined with his suffering, shaped by his death. I mean, that's Ephesians three. So help me. So
2: let me ask you this: So what? <laughs> is, you know, we've talked about this before. What does it mean to take up our cross? What does it mean to die daily? What is, What is the suffering we're called to? Well, this,
1: well. Go ahead. It doesn't feel like okay, well, correct me if I'm wrong, Dr. Jim. No, I would never I would never a,
2: do that publicly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. For me to take up my cross is to surrender everything I am to the Holy Spirit yeah, and walk with him. It's dying to self. And it actually is it is not very painful. It's actually super pleasurable. It is, it's- yeah. I'm just saying it's got there's the kingdom of, to me is peace yeah. and joy and righteousness as it should be. So that's a great way to but live. There's only
2: suffering if you won't let go of it. It, it. it's like a guy that says, I'm gonna jump on the subway. You know, the subway's about to take off and jump. But then you think, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my balance, so I'm gonna hold on to this post. And a guy yeah. tries to jump on the subway, but it doesn't turn on lose of the post. Well, the door's gonna close on his arm. <laughs> and and it's going to be suffering and then and then he's going to teach his kids listen getting on the subway is an incredibly painful experience so if you ever try to get on the (laughs) subway you're going to suffer no
1: that is the best visual because i mean his body's going to get torn up in the tunnels i mean if you're you're either going to get on the subway or not
2: yeah there's there's only pain
1: you know what i do get it that 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 helps
2: when we try to hold on to the past, and this is what Jesus was talking about okay. about serving God or Mammon, and you know, like we were talking about earlier before I think before we started recording, Mammon is not specifically money. Mammon is the greed or the lust to use things to try to fulfill yourself with. It's, it's just about it's just about selfishness, self centeredness.
1: So, if we are experiencing pain in our walk with God, does that mean that we're holding on to our past? It means
2: there's something we're holding on to. there's okay there's something we're afraid to trust him with so so the question comes why you know why would i want transformation and what do i really believe about transformation now and going, if, if, if people are just now getting with us, man, go back about five podcasts because we, and talk about <laughs> the components of transformation. We started with that whole thing about you got to trust who God is. You got to trust yeah. his character his and character, his nature. His nature. And you got to realize yes. he's never going to hurt you. He's never going to bring pain no. to you. So
1: no,
2: I've got to remove the fear of God hurting me. So if I've removed the fear of God hurting me, then I'm sitting there looking at transformation. I'm just saying, you know what, the only pain that I have in in the possibility of transformation is I'm just afraid of the unknown. I'm you know, I've just never been there yeah. before. God's calling me somewhere. Yeah. Or I'm afraid it's not gonna work. I'm afraid I'm afraid I'm gonna lose something if I go there.
1: Yes, I'm going to lose. That is a very big deal. If I if I die to self, I'm going yeah. to lose something. Because
2: with self you know, my, myself might be a mess, but I've kind of figured out how to operate this system. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I figured out how to have just enough selfishness, just enough sin, just enough manipulation and control to kind yeah. of get what I want and not feel too terribly bad about it. And that's kind of where, that's where so many believers live. <laughs>
1: Sounds
2: exhausting. Yeah, it, it is. I've been there before. I, I'll just tell you. Okay. Yeah, me <laughs> That's too. That's the I know all about crazy. I've been crazy.
1: That's why we're laughing. <laughs> That's, right. That's why we're laughing because we've all at lived like that. At this point like in this.
2: time, we are laughing with you. If you're listening to this podcast, yeah. uh, yes. earlier I was laughing at you, but right now I'm laughing with you because you always tell people, like,
1: no, you know, stop
2: hey, I've been crazy. Ain't nothing to it. You know, and yeah. almost everybody I know has been crazy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> time or another so i understand the complications of life by how crazy i've been at different times but you know uh, you know i got a i, I had a, a this really close friend and he grew up in a good stable family and he uh uh somewhere along the way he I, I, he started drinking a little bit so you know drinking led to okay going to bars sneaking around going to bars sneaking around going to bars causes him to end up in strip bars. Been around strippers. Caused him to end up with a problem with pornography. That's, what, that's the thing with sin. You just never know where it ends. You know, when you jump in this pool, you never know where you're going to come out. And so, man, this guy, good. I mean, he was really a good guy. Good man. Good family man. Good father. Good husband. But he ends up just off the rails. Now, <clears throat> we were we were talking just just recently he's really got his life put back together and and we were talking and, and and he was he was just he made some kind of reference to to you know one of the things that he's always liked about me is i've always been able to pursue whatever my dreams were without without needing credit or needing recognition or, or you know or needing a lot of things and he said you know and he says you know i'm grow i'm i'm coming to that place in my life to realize you know to realize i don't have to have this gratification and I, I wrote it back. I said, I said look, you got to understand something about your struggle and your journey. I said, you grew up in a good family. You were a good man. And, you know, when you came to Jesus, you were a good man. And so mm-hmm. your life had never been messed up enough to realize that, come, that when you came to Jesus, you didn't just need to get saved. You, you needed to become a new person. You need to die out of everything you thought you were because because really you didn't have that much struggle. And I said, the fact that you've been around this stuff or never been around this kind of stuff, once you got in it, man, you were enamored with it. It became mysterious. You got drawn into a web that you had never, ever seen before. I said, you know, the difference Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. I knew I was worthless when I came to Jesus. I knew I was Mm -hmm. vile. I knew I was a horrible Mm -hmm. person. And so I didn't just come to Jesus to get a ticket to heaven. I came to Jesus because I want to be a better man. I want I wanted this Jim Richards that I knew to die and be over with so I could be somebody else and stop creating all of this pain. And see, one of the problems Mm -hmm. is when you've lived a pretty decent life, or like you know, like like you know, God God warns the children of Israel, which all the warnings of the children of Israel are we should carry those over and understand. Those are references to us living in the kingdom of God now. Because Israel was the king representation of the kingdom of God then. We live in the kingdom of God now. And he said, now listen, when you come into a land and you live in houses you didn't build and you start eating from vineyards that you didn't plant, he said, you better be careful lest in your heart you say, by our hands, by our power and might, we've gotten this. Yeah. See,
1: you better be People careful. forget yeah. where they
2: came from or sometimes people don't realize where they were. You know what I mean? Their life was never that bad. So, if yeah. your pursuit, if you're walking with God is not a pursuit of transformation, then the real truth is you're not walking. You're sitting somewhere. You're not mm-hmm. making a journey. You're not you're not growing into the person that ha- that is inside you now you're you're not yielding to this person that looks like Jesus, talks like Jesus got your personality yeah.
1: Christ in me That's my real Christ in yeah. me that's the real me
2: and so and so because transformation for many people was not the beginning of their journey and they never got introduced to identity in Christ. You know, we talked about that a lot. You know how that should be the very first thing: water baptism, communion, everything mm-hmm. should be explained about the in Him realities. And this is just us mm-hmm. taking steps to put on this 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 new man, because we're called to be disciples. And and you know, when people again religious terminology, when you hear the concept of disciples, you just start thinking about all this stuff I'm supposed to do. No, disciple is a person who says I, I want to live like my master lives. Yeah. I, want to, yeah. I, want, I want I want to know God the way He knows God. Yeah, I want to help people yeah. the way He helps people. So yeah. for me, Jim Richards has brought enough pain to the world, and to my life, and to the people that I love, that I don't I don't want to be that person. And so yeah. so this is a journey of transformation, and I'm not looking for what's wrong with me. I'm looking at who I want to be. I'm looking at who Jesus... You know, Jesus manifested the perfect representation of God so we could look at him and go, okay, this is exactly what God would look like. This is exactly what God would say. This is exactly what God would do. But he also was the perfect representation of man. This is who I can be. This is what
1: I can do. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's so personal and so unique for everyone. Like you represent a part of God, Jesus in you, living through this life is different than Jesus yep. in me. And I think that's so amazing because just last week we got a um, an inquiry, an email, that because we talk about empowering beliefs and writing them on our heart. And this one guy just says, you know what, this is starting to feel like just a Christian's version of Tony Robbins, like just writing all this positive stuff on my heart. It's, you know, but even though this is also true, you know, that I have this inside of me, I have love, I have peace, I have all this stuff. Why is it feeling like it's, why am I adverse to it? Why is it making me want to cringe? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, because until that truth, wherever it is, like, for instance, for me, I'll just take the obvious one because of my story with Bob. My Jesus has restored my mm-hmm. innocence. Okay. I could just read that off a book and say, Jesus has restored my innocence. Well, for me, this is personal. Not only do I know it, the knowledge of this, but I've experienced it. I have been broken and Jesus met me on my worst day. And through this process of walking and being with him, I had a moment were in my secret place, I saw him and he asked me, what kid, would you like to see yourself the way mm-hmm. I see you? And when I said yes, and I saw how he sees me so clean, so beautiful, and that smile on his face that says, Audrey, I have restored your innocence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whew, that is mine. No one can take yep. that away. So all of a sudden, when I write that one line, if you want to just call it English words on my heart, Jesus has restored my innocence innocence that is just not an english sentence this is has a myriad of the depth of an experience where this is mine and i choose to remember it i choose to remind my heart of this that this is the the core of who i am this is who jesus is in me because now that i've received that i'm going to freely give it to others and i'm going to naturally just help other people receive this gift that Jesus has a way to restore your mm-hmm. innocence. Like how powerful is that? That's not just positive thinking, write the right things on your heart. This is yeah. real. Well, you know, the world I went on a yeah. rampage.
2: The world stumbles on biblical principles and puts them into practice, but they just leave God out of them. And and so a lot of people say, Well, see, see, you're just you're just copying some motivational preacher. No. Because he, he, he is not bringing Jesus into the factor. It doesn't mean he's wrong or what he's doing is bad, but it just means it can never take you to the place that when you bring, when you bring the Jesus factor into it, you know, that, that it can take you, you know, in marriage. And we, we talked about this last week, you know, about, about our, you know, how the difference in how you and you guys and, and, and how I would approach marriage counseling, because we don't do marriage counseling. We do individual people development,
1: Mm-hmm. And we do it in front of people. Like if the couples do it in front yeah. of each other, it's awesome because they get to fall in love with each other. Again. And you know,
2: when, you know, when when people come in and, and and I introduce them to that kind of concept, or you know, you know, my my experience with bam! Again, people are scared to death. You, you got to, a, a, you know, everybody's controlling. They're just doing it a different way. You know, there's a, there's the it's there's a so the direct controller. There's a quality control controller. There. I'm the sweet yeah, controller. I'm going to be nice and sweetness. make you like me controller. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know there's every, everybody, everybody does the same things. They just do it a different way. But right, the greatest fear when we are doing things in our strength and our control mode is the greatest fear is, is if, if I let go of this, what what's, what's going to really happen my, you know, is my marriage really, how am I going to get my marriage to work if I'm not controlling my spouse? that's really what it comes to you know I, I remember one time there was a couple and and we had our clinic and, and uh um uh, they showed up at our church and or she showed up at our church our mother-in-law got her come to church so uh you know when we when i had a clinic you know we we, we treated a hundred substance abusers a week and so we were up to our eyeballs in treating people who had drug problems so so our mother-in-law got her come to our clinic start going through our drug program and uh <clears throat> So, I was asking her about her husband. All I heard from her was, My husband, my husband ain't never going to bring me to church. My husband, he'll never set foot in this clinic. My husband ain't got no interest in, me. no matter what you said to her, my husband ain't. Wait, well, you know, one of the things I've always realized when a woman is doing that or a man is doing that by their spouse, there's some element of control. They may not even realize it, but there's some element of control going on. Mm-hmm. And so, one day, her husband came to the clinic to pick her up, and she was still back in the treatment room and, and didn't know he was there. So I just ran out the door, walked to his car, opened a passenger side, just jumped in and sat down with him. I said, hey, man, we never got a chance to meet, you know. I figure if your wife was coming in, you want to at least know who she's talking to. And I just started shooting the breeze <laughs> with him. And I said, so tell me what you do. He said, well, you know, he said, he said, I, I, mainly I sing. He said, that's my thing. He said, you know, I, I have a band we sing. He said, Yeah, I do other work, but that's my passion. I said, are you serious? I said, look, man, I said, you would love the music that we do. And he said, I ain't never liked church music. I, you know, so we just had this whole conversation. I said, I'll tell you what, will don't you come Sunday and check it out? And, uh, you know, I may get you to sing something. And so he said, all right. So his wife couldn't believe it. I mean, she absolutely could not believe that he talked to me and then she could not believe that he shows up for church. So right. man, he, he gets saved and uh, uh, he actually starts singing with our, with our band. And it was good too, man. I'm telling you, yeah. it was really good. And then all of a sudden their marriage blew up. I mean, it blew up. And so, I've only had a few people in my whole life ever be this honest. I've had—I think I've had one person since her be this honest, and I, <laughs> and so it's blown up. I said, "Man, what is wrong with you?" You know, you were convinced that he wouldn't come to church. He has. You were convinced he wouldn't—you know—like anything we do. He does. You were—you were convinced he didn't—he didn't want anything to do with God. He's giving his life to Jesus. You were convinced he had never sang this kind of music. He's doing it. What? What are you so mad about? And she said, "I'll tell you what it is." She says, "If he ever gets off drugs, he's not going to want me." And so I said, "So you would rather him stay a drug addict, just so you could keep him in this marriage?" Yep. Yeah. I said, "Well, if you do, you're going. You're still going to lose him. You know, either way you go at it." Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. for most people, it's not that brazen. And it's not that clear-cut. It's not that obvious of a control.
0: Right.
2: But when we're afraid to let a person become who they want to be instead of who we want them to be, Mm. then we're afraid they're not going to want us anymore. And so Mm -hmm. in marriage, Mm. two things happen. Number one, spouses resist letting their spouse become the person they want to be. Change. Mm -hmm. And they're afraid if they become who they really are in Jesus that they themselves will lose control. And so 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 yeah. they have no motivation if they're looking at it from that perspective.
0: Mhm. An, another component in that is when transformation begins to happen in the other person, if you're living from a place of low self-worth, you know, mm-hmm. um, a, a poor identity, self-esteem, uh it's almost as though that, that the gap or the chasm between you just really broadens, yeah. and and the and the then the personal uh, self hatred is is so deep that you then begin to despise mm-hmm. it, it, the beauty and the gift and the transformation that's happening in the other person because of your own self hatred, oh. and and it and and so that that chasm just grows. And you, and then you remain in that position of blaming, yeah. and 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 you are now the victim of everyone else. Well, mm-hmm. you know, and you've talked about
2: that. How that when you, you and Audrey went through your thing, you talked about how angry it would make you that you know that she was connecting with God and, and finding relief, and it's and, sort of like
0: no, and she was getting she was getting yeah, happy, yeah. and it's just it's not, not fair. fair. You don't
2: deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you <laughs> no.
0: You know, one of the things
2: I always tell people is it's like, "Look, here's the deal. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna introduce you to a plan, so that no matter what your spouse does, you are gonna win. You,
0: yeah, can't, you lose. can't lose. Can't lose. And so that, that, those yeah. are
2: all kinds of those are all kinds of options I like. I, I like. A, yes. I Can't lose <laughs> any way I go. With this. Yeah. And so,
0: so is this one of those too good to be true kind of things? Uh,
2: it's not too good to be true. It's so but it is so simple and revolutionary that our mind doesn't want to accept it.
1: Okay.
0: Now, I ready. I understand yeah. that. That's that's
2: good. So 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 here's the deal, you know, the, the the thing I've got to get a person down to is this. Do you really want to become the Jesus version of who you really are? The best version of who you yeah. really are. Do you want it or not? If you don't and I always tell people, if you don't want that, and I don't have anything to offer you. I mean, I can give you a little bit of advice yeah. here or there, but truth is, I can't help Sure,
1: it. sure. Right. And
2: uh, and I have a lot of people, that's the end of it. You know, they, they're going to go somewhere else. Yep. Because, because, you know, most people are really wanting a counselor that will just make their spouse do right. <laughs> by, yep. by their definition. <laughs> yep. So so it's like, so, you know, I asked both of them, do you really want to become the ultimate of who you really are in Jesus? All right. So if they say yes, which, you know, sometimes they say it where they mean it or not. But if they say yes, then I say, okay, then here's the deal. I'm going to help you become who you want to be in Jesus. I'll say that to one of them. I'm going to look at the other one and say, I'm going to help you become who you want to be in Jesus. And then when you all become who you really want to be in Jesus, you're going to find out if you're actually compatible. If you actually want to be with each other. You know, that's scary. Yeah. Because a lot of people say, well, wait a minute. I thought you were going to fix our marriage. No, I can't fix your marriage. I can just help you become who you really are in Jesus. And if you being who you are in Jesus and him being who he is in Jesus, if that's not enough to make you all incredibly happy, then, then, then there's not enough. But here's the deal. The one that makes this journey, hopefully both of you make this journey. Because if you do really become who you are in Jesus, you'll be compatible. Yeah, you. But will. here's the deal: if you truly make this journey, and it's a journey of transformation, it's a journey of I'm going to stop working on you. I'm just going to start working with me. I'm going to stop trying to change you, and I'm just let myself transform. I'm going to, you know, you know, you know, you guys know. And so, yep. but I always tell them: here's the deal: if whichever one of you really make this journey, it's not going to matter if your spouse stays with you. If your spouse leaves you, it's not going to matter if you're, you know, if you're doing this because of something at work, it's not going to matter if you get fired or get promoted. It doesn't matter if, if you (laughs) yield to who you are in Jesus, you can't lose because no matter what anybody else ever does to you, personal transformation always takes you to a better quality of life. And when a person knows that they, they don't, they're not afraid to face the challenge of growing into something else, you know? Yeah.
1: And you know, this, what you're saying is very real for people. Just, you know, we, you know, Bob and I do a lot of personal <clears throat> consulting with couples and, and um, I'm taking a lot of notes here because this is what we're going to have to talk to about them next, because one in the couple in their last session it experienced, like, you know how I described about 10, 15 minutes ago when Jesus restored my yeah. innocence. Well, this, the, the man in this couple experienced, an extreme visit from the Lord. And and it was a really interesting one because when he invited Jesus into the memory where he felt shame was being put on him, he, I said, invite Jesus into that moment because there's no, he's not limited by time or space. He can go right back there. When you're about to put that cloak of shame on, that's going to say, this is who I am. Jesus wants to come in and, and, and come into your moment. And the cool thing that I'd never seen, Jim, is he saw Jesus not only taking that shame cloak from him, But Jesus actually put it on Himself Mm -hmm. and took Mm -hmm. and wore that shame for Mm -hmm. Him. What a beautiful expression! Mm -hmm. How Jesus gives His Mm -hmm. life for us, and this man experienced this moment, and um, the wife was just not happy. You know, and you know we're just getting emails these last couple days, and she's still not happy, and it's because she, if she's gonna, if she thinks that we can just fix the marriage by changing Mm -hmm. him. You know, it's just really good what you're saying right now. It's very mm-hmm. applicable to people that we are helping and I know for you listeners as you're listening to this, the point to this whole thing is that you don't have to lose because when you love, you never lose. Correct. When you you're when you when you participate with the experience of the Holy Spirit to have transformation, you just can't lose because yeah. you're going to experience peace and joy and it's not going to be uh, 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 depending on anybody yeah. around you mm-hmm. or anything around you or any amount of money right. you've got in the bank or any of that, right. it really is that good. Like it's that good. Right. That's but, the good news. But
0: it's coming back to our previous episode of our perception of pain and pleasure. And so the perception is, is that this individual, uh, my workplace, uh, these circumstances, they're my source of pain. And if they alter, or if they get fixed and are changed, then they will become my source of pleasure. Mm. Because you're my source of pain, I need to change and alter you so that you can now be my source of of pleasure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did I yeah. say that yeah, right? Yeah, you did. And And so, but then I'm still living the position of the victim being really slave or captive to my circumstances, mm-hmm. and then I'm unwilling to make this journey of transformation for me, right? Because I'm I'm believing that it's all of y'all, who, you know that that are yeah. that are limiting my yeah. life. And uh, it even says in Hebrews that had the children of Israel, even though they were brought out of, of a place of slavery, it said had they been given the opportunity, they would have yep. returned. And they were unwilling to make that journey of transformation mm-hmm. you see I, I i don't want to just observe the promises of god from a distance i want to mm-hmm. live in the promises of god i don't want to just read about them i want yeah. his realities to truly become mine and that's where jim i believe in what you're saying here in this foolproof plan <laughs> i can't lose
1: and that makes me fall in love with you all I, over again bob
0: but Stop I, it with I, all I'm that awesome you. transformation. But when <laughs> I become, you know, the more true me, when I truly <laughs> experience you is. His peace and His presence, <laughs> oh. when I, when He is my source. Period. Does. When He's my source. My kids like Girl. me more. My wife likes me. More. Hey, I like me more. Hey, Jesus
1: in you is pretty sexy to me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that but was that comes back to Steven. the whole the
2: whole motivation <laughs> thing is. And again, this is why we talked about the components all the way back to trusting God, trusting you know His character, His nature is always good. Dah, dah, dah. Because now you're looking at transformation. The transformation has nothing to do with what's wrong with me. So there's no pain associated with it transformation is all about am i interested in having a more fulfilling happier life that is yeah and so the person that views god from the way jesus presented him and realizes i'm not trying to become something i'm not i'm just trying to i'm just trying to let go of this false identity that i've created to for survival and let the true me come out Then I can't lose every, every, the the closer I become to who I really am in Jesus, the better every aspect of my life becomes, the easier it becomes.
1: Yes. Yeah, exactly. And that is pleasure. I mean, I think that's what this is all coming down to is that is my, my perceived pleasure is that there is nothing that even everything else in this world pales to comparison of those times when you know that you know Who God is in you, and you're living that life every day, and He's paving the pathway for your very best life. Absolutely. This is some good stuff.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. It's very, you want to talk, we call this motivating. This is motivating. It is,
2: absolutely.
1: Because this is moving us toward that life in Jesus. All right. I think that uh, we, I thank you listeners for always just sticking with us through the entire podcast. Yeah. Um, you, you are those ones. You are the ones that are going to, you just can't lose. Yeah. There is no way for you to lose when you know God's peace. I was recently just talking to a girl who's in her late twenties and you know, it's always been her dream to get married and have kids and she's in a relationship and there isn't a sign of a commitment being made yet. And she, and I said, Hey, don't apologize for your dream. But then she says, but I've learned that that." getting married and finding a husband is not no. my source. So if he chooses, I'm going to pray courage into this man to make a choice one way or the other, because the point is, is that he is not that's my right. source. And when we know that we know that there's no other relationships that your source, you can't lose. And that's what she said. Those were her exact words. I can't but that's, lose.
0: The, but, but that can be very, very scary because it is then you jeopardize the relationship. But if he were to even choose, mm-hmm. you know, to make the commitment, then is he that source? Because if he is, ultimately, it'll it'll eventually, you know, come around where he'll, again, disappoint exactly. and not be enough. It. And then you're right back to where you are today. And, and
1: if you can start out marriage knowing that someone's not your mm-hmm. source, you're going to be better off for it the rest of your married life no. together.
0: Mm-hmm. I love you, baby, but you're not my no. source. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jim, but you're not Man, my I'm source. But you're, I'm my, absolutely but I'm you're absolutely one absolutely of my very glad. best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be anybody's source. No. Isn't that nope. something? And anyway, that could lead us down a whole nope. other trail. Well, I want
1: to thank our Jesus listeners.
0: Jesus really is yep. more than enough.
1: Thank you for listening to this podcast. And you know what? As you are sharing this with your friends, we hope you've enjoyed it. But you can always go to Livetransform.com for more content, more episodes, more ways you can stay connected with Jim and his ministry with us and there's a ton of material heart physics essential is on livetransformed.com and that would be in my opinion you can correct me if i'm wrong jim the first step well it's a big yeah, step a great place. it's a 30 day program yeah. mm-hmm. where you can get connected to god and begin that real it's a very intentional yeah. step towards living transformed yeah
0: absolutely jim you're thank you you're welcome had a great time i i appreciate your input into my life and and just really Helping me personally and leading me to the source. I just
1: want to say one yeah. quick thing. There's just a few spots left at our marriage intensive sure. in, okay. in Phoenix at the end of March 21st to March 24th. If you want to take your marriage to a new relationship mm-hmm. adventure, um, come to this four day uh, intensive, and we're going to be really doing a lot to do with what we're talking about today.
0: Absolutely, and the it real is you, life transform. Yeah. Event. So if that, I just mm-hmm. thought felt
1: led to to say that. So if that's you, go to go to uh, dot
0: Okay, hey everyone, have a wonderful day. Jim, have a good day. Thanks so much. Love to the family, and we'll all see you next time right here on Live Transform. Good deal.